Thank you for inviting me to your Holy Week Life Camp. And my name is Pastor Bong Bailon. And through technology, you know, I'm able to join you in your Life Camp. And I really love your theme, which is about family relationships. And your leaders have requested me to share with you concerning three important topics related to that. And the first one has to do with God's design for your family. And I really believe that this is relevant and very appropriate right now. That you know the family is under attack from all sides with what is going on in in our society. You know, with the technology and the social media and all of that, plus yung mga you know LGBT movement and so many other things that is going on all around us and really creating pressure. Sa family and the families, of course, is experiencing yung pressure nayon and it's really affecting yung mga relationships within. And right now, you know, nagiging common experience na natin yung tinatawag na mga broken families. And so I really believe that learning about what God says concerning families is a very important thing. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to just share with you. What I believe God's word is saying to us as a family, natin. And of course, right now we'll begin with this topic, yung God's design for your family as well as mine. And so let's pray. Manalangin tayo. Let's ask the Lord for His help para mapag-usapan natin to with His guidance. So tayong lahat ay yumuko at let's close our eyes and be mindful of the presence of the Lord. Dear God, maraming salamat po for really giving us an opportunity to listen to you, to your word, and to learn about families, Panginoon, and specifically in this session, Lord God, to know about your design for the family. And I pray, dear God, that you would just guide us as we meditate on your word, Panginoon, as we reflect. Lord, mangusap po kayo sa amin and help us to understand what your spirit is really saying to us and through this knowledge, Panginoon, I pray that we will just be able to, to navigate yung mga iba't ibang challenges uh, that are affecting our families, Panginoon, and be able to really align ourselves with your intentions, O God. And ultimately, Lord, this is not really about ourselves, but about you, about your glory, Panginoon. So gam gamitin mo nawa ako, Panginoon, tulungan mo po ako as I share your word uh, dito sa session na ito. And I pray that everyone, Lord, may hear your voice uh, speaking to their hearts and confirming in their uh, spirits, Panginoon, what you're saying, Lord God. So maraming salamat po. Thank you for this opportunity. We commit to you itong time na ito. Dear God, salamat po. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right. So let's talk about uh, God's design for your family as well as mine. Ano nga ba yun? Ano ba yung design ng Panginoon? To begin this discussion, let's start from the very beginning. Let's talk about God's purpose for mankind. Now I know, medyo abstract yung, but we have to begin here because this is important. Everything else actually will begin to make sense as we read the Word of God concerning various aspects of our life. Once we understand, ko ano ba yung original purpose ni Lord para sa atin in general. We're not talking about mga specifics dito like ano ba yung you know, tatahakin mo na, na 
career or you know ano ba yung magiging trabaho mo o sino ba yung papakasalan mo we're not talking about those things here what we want to discuss at this point and leading up to the question na ano ba yung design ng Panginoon for the family is we want to backtrack and start with the, the initial question na ano ba yung purpose ng Panginoon for us in general and to do that we have to start from the very beginning of course we have to start from Genesis and Genesis 1 particularly verse 26 to 28 is where we can find clarity concerning the purpose of God for mankind. Now, ang goal natin dito sa discussion at at least of, sa first part na ito is to come to the conclusion ko ano yung one important concept no, that is essential sa understanding natin, which will become the, nga, the, uh, the foundation. No? This is where we are going to build our uh, conversation tukol sa the design of the family and you know, and also fireproofing the family which is our second session and eventually you know a family that blesses the nations which is our third session pero here let's start with this one yung isang importanting concept okay now please don't underestimate yung word na concept na para bang as if wala kinalaman sa realidad um, when i say concept of course i'm referring to uh, the truth that is revealed in the Word of God concerning our purpose and this knowledge, of course, this truth is supposed to guide us and help us sa mga decision-making natin. No? So this is a very practical thing that we want to address. Ano ba yung purpose ni Lord para sa atin? So let's begin no, sa ating discussion about this. And let's start with verse 26. Now, verse 26 says, Then God said, now, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So we are not going to focus too much on, you know, the plurality of the Godhead, you know, big sabihing let us, you know. But I want to just point out to you yung a uh, couple of words dito, or three words actually, that is very important sa pagkaunawa natin about the purpose of God. Now, sabi, let us make mankind in our image. That's the first word that we see here. And of course, in the Old Testament, the word image is often used in negative uh, situations and connotations. Madalas, may kinalaman to sa pagbabawal ng Panginoon to make idols, you know, or images. Uh, and also here in this passage, um, you know, uh, the Lord uh, uses the word likeness, you know, in our likeness. Uh, so that is basically a way of saying the same thing. So our, Im uh, you know, our image and our likeness refers to the very same idea. And, and again, Sabirito, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures uh, that move along the ground. In other words, everything that God has created. No, um, so far. So basically, as we look at these words, you know, image, likeness, you know, and even the word rule, that they may rule, uh, all of these words indicate na ang purpose ng Panginoon para sa atin is really to represent God in the world. So God desires uh, for mankind can reach ang tao so that uh, mankind would represent Him, would image Him, you know, would bear, would bear His likeness, ikanga. All right, that is the the original and most uh, obvious sense of the word na image. Now, 
a lot of people want to talk about you know the image of God like ano bang components nito ano ba mga nilalaman nito is it our ano, ability to think and whatever all right but really that's beside the point because really the main thing about the image is purpose this is uh, why he created us God created mankind so that we can reflect in kanyang image or character uh, in the world okay and uh, basically represent him or be his representative in the world to rule uh, in his stead in other words god is of course the ruler he is the rightful ruler but he's giving us the the mandate or the the mission to you know to implement that rule in the world and this is so important you know now purpose ng tao ay kailangan maintindihan natin no? before anything else before ano ba yung trabaho ko ano ba sino may papakasalan ko before all of all of those details we have to first understand na pinaka essential na layunin ng Panginoon para sa atin is for us to represent Him, God Himself, yung character niya, who He is. Now, you know, I, I have two sons, okay? And I'd like to believe that uh, kamukha ko sila, <laughs> although my wife disagrees. Uh, maybe it would be safe to say at least yung panganay ko kamukha ko, but maybe even that, hindi mag-agree yung wife ko. But seriously, um, my desire naman for my children is, is not just na lumaki sila, nakamukha ko sila. But for them really to be, uh, you know, men of God, uh, be men of, uh, of of good character, in other words. And we know, as every parent would know, no, na ultimately, yun ang desire natin sa mga anak natin. Not so much na kamukha natin sila, literally speaking, but that they would reflect, you know, um, also, yung, yung, yung mga aspirations natin, yung, who we are, okay, and what we really believe in. And usually inculcate those values early on, habang bata pa sila. And this is only natural, right? Because pag lumaki na sila and they behave in a negative way, of course, sasabihin ng mga tao, sino mo mga magulang yan, you know? Paano ba pinalaki yan, you know? Instead, we want people to say, Wow, you know, this 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 person, this man, this woman, uh, talagang truly reflects, you know, uh, yung kanilang uh, parentage, in, in other words. So, yung idea na ito can, is really, uh, you know, not something na so far-fetched na maunawaan natin, na ang purpose ng Panginoon para sa atin is that we would reflect uh, His character, who He is, and be able to implement yung kanyang desire to, to rule, you know, creation. Um, not in the sense of, of course, destroying it, but really to take care of it. And that's exactly what we are supposed to be doing. Unfortunately, alam, na, alam naman natin that na sin came into the picture and that destroyed the, you know, the whole thing. Now, in other words, we are not able to fulfill that purpose. Hindi natin ma-represent si Lord because uh, what no, typically happens is that we represent you know, the other side. And of course, that's uh, the enemy, the evil one. So in our behavior, in our character, we do not represent uh, God at all. And that's the rationale behind salvation itself. The reason why Jesus Christ was sent into the world is not just, it's not just because he, you know, he would die on the cross you know, for the penalty of our sins. And that is, of course, important. But also, in addition to that, to be transformed into his image and likeness as well. As we read in the New Testament, desire ng Panginoon that we would, uh, you know, be transformed in our character and be like His Son, our Lord Jesus. So, ito yung rational ng salvation itself, itong purpose ni Lord para sa atin, that we would represent Him in the world. 
Now, in addition to that, you know, as we look at the next uh, sentence, it says, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. So there is a, a poetic form dito. Male and female, he created them. So male and female are, again, uh, you know, words that give us insight concerning the, the purpose of God. And so he did not just simply create mankind na parang monolithic, na isang klase lang. He created mankind with diversity, you know. First, in terms of gender, merong male and female. Uh, but also that presupposes may mga kakaibahan, you know, in other areas as well, in our personalities, in our giftedness, and so forth. And so we can deduce from that, that statement dito sa Genesis 1.27, you know, yung idea na the God wants mankind to represent Him according to each person's uniqueness. So that is what I believe we can deduce from verse 27. Na tong idea ng male and female is also giving us uh, the perspective na God cre creates us in our unique uh, diversity, in differences natin, not just in gender but in personality and, and so forth. And that, of course, is exciting because yung uh, diversity na yan o mga kakaibahan natin is really part of this uh, uh, package, you know, this idea that God wants uh, mankind to represent Him, to represent Him in, in uh, diverse ways, okay, according to our uniqueness. Uh, part of my job as a pastor, of course, is to give counsel dun sa mga tao who are planning to get married. And usually, in the process of counseling, yun, I have to address the issue of uh, differences. And uh, of course, God's desire is for, for the man and the woman who are different from each other to, to know those differences or at least to have some idea at the onset para when they embark on the journey of marriage, then they would be prepared no, uh, to deal with the, the possible frictions and the possible misunderstanding uh, brought about by those differences. And yet, yung differences na yun is not something that we should, you know, uh, complain about because it's really part of the giftedness of God, yung ating pagkakaiba. And again, it's also part sa pag-fulfill natin ng purpose ng Panginoon to represent God in the world according to each person's uniqueness. And that's a beautiful thing and it's a wonderful thing. Again, uh, this can only happen if, you know, in Christ we're able to celebrate our diversity. Unfortunately, nga, sin comes into the picture and sometimes instead of uh, really accepting one another, we judge one another. We reject one another because each of us are different from each other. So sin really is uh, you know, causing all of these problems. But as far as the essential calling that God has for mankind, we are to represent Him in the world according to our uniqueness. And so to discover yung ating unique uh, gifts and personality is really very advantageous uh, pag-discover natin kung ano nga ba yung pinagagawa sa atin ng Panginoon or how we are to live our lives. And so doon na pumapasok yung mga specifics no, na may kinalaman sa purpose. Uh, what is my, you know, what would be my life vocation or should I get married or not get married, etc. Yung mga questions na yan really uh, only become, you know, uh, relevant once maintindihan natin na uh, part ng essential purpose ni Lord is that we would represent God according sa ating uniqueness. Now, as we continue on, 
to verse 28, uh, we see these words, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, uh, fill the earth and subdue it. And then repeat, repeating again, which means that there is a, you know, there's a structure here, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So verse 26 and 28 forms one, uh, you know, one complete whole. And so uh, it, it goes back to that same idea of rule over the fish in the sea, etc. Now, again, Dito, in this passage, we, we find the words uh, be fruitful, okay, increase in number, fill the earth. Now, all of these words indicate na part ng purpose ng Panginoon sa atin is not just to represent Him, not just according to our uniqueness, but it also involves the multiplication of families. So kasama do sa purpose ng Panginoon, yung family as being central you know, to that fulfillment. Gusto ng Panginoon na people will be nurtured in a family hanggang sa madiscover nila yung uniqueness nila. And so they will be able to go out into the world as His representatives, okay, to represent Him. And, uh, you know, this is just a wonderful thought na pag naunawaan natin to, this would really transform the way we value families. Nowadays, families are often, you know, put on a negative light na parabang the families become, you know, the source of all the, uh, the problems that we might have, which can be true actually in many cases, but it should not be. The ideal situation should be that it takes a family to grow a person to his, uh, fullest uh, potential. So uh, God intends uh, that mankind through the multiplication of families will be, be able to create these mini environments okay, where uh, people would be shaped and molded and transformed. Okay? And we can re recognize that even in our own families uh, how yeah, very important yung, ano na yun, yung influence that we have toward one another in the family setting. At ito yung pinanggagalingan ng mga, you know, commandments ng Panginoon that parents should teach their children, you know, and that children should submit to their parents, and all the dynamics na kasama doon has to do with the purpose of God, which is to raise up uh, men and women who would be able to discover yung kanilang uniqueness, and so find their place, you know, in God's great universe for them to be able to represent Him in the world. Now, however, let's not stop there because there are at least two other clues here in this passage that we need to take note of. Yung una, yung salatang, you know, God blessed them, okay? God blessed them. And then, yung susunod, yung said to them. Now, that presupposes that there is a relationship, no, na dapat meron between man you know, in this case, Adam and Eve, uh, between the, the first couple and God himself, which, of course, as we all know, in Genesis 3, yun yung nasira. But uh, essentially, ang nais ng Panginoon is that man, you know, whether male or female, would submit themselves to his rule, to his reign, and then thereby, through that interactive relationship, ma-fulfill nila yung kanilang purpose or calling, which is to represent God in the world. So the idea of the Imago Dei has to do with their calling of representation, you know, in ma-represent ang Panginoon uh, sa mundong ito. But we have to take into consideration yung relationship na yun, which is vital. The relationship that man should have with God. 
you know and that's why i need to add one more word you know dito sa statement na to and that is the word godly okay although it's not stated doon sa sa text natin yung word na godly it is implied and i believe the rest of the scriptures would uh, validate that nang design ng panginoon is that the family would be a an environment where godliness can be formed now godliness simply means you know looks like god in other words the image of god that's the meaning of godliness so men and women growing up in healthy families in order for them to discover yung uniqueness nila in order for them to represent god in the world so this in a nutshell is what the lord is teaching us no uh, and this is really true also even in our own experience limited as it is gusto natin na mga anak natin mag-grow up to be, you know, godly men and women. Ayaw natin mapariwara ang buhay nila. You know, and every time I counsel a family na nasisira because there's no godliness in the family. Uh, and that's why I always, always tell people lang na yung mag-aasawa pa lang to, to always remember na unless God is at the center of every relationship, uh, it really won't work. And pag sinabi natin is at the center, that means siya yung pinanggagalingan ng every every need na kailangan natin. Not so much yung isa't isa because we can really demand on each other. Uh, we can parang uh, manipulate uh, yung, yung mga relationships natin so that the person feels a burden you know, in fulfilling our needs, which only God can actually fulfill. So pag sinabi natin God is at the center, that means that God is the focal point ng lahat ng relationships. And so, as we come to this uh, first, uh, na to, uh, we can just summarize it. Now, purpose ng Lord is for us to represent God in the world according to each person's uniqueness through the multiplication of godly families. Now, we find this in Genesis 1, 26-28, and this is what I mean by one important concept. One important concept. This becomes the basis ngayon ng iba't iba pang mga considerations natin about life. Once we understand this, then the rest actually will begin to to have clarity uh, sa buhay natin. And so we we go to that uh, question ngayon to sa design ng Panginoon no? for the family. So in view of what we talked about, now we can understand kung ano yung design ng Panginoon for the family. And uh, to do this, we can look at the end of the Old Testament. So we started with the beginning, Genesis. Now we come to the end of the Old Testament. Not the end of the Bible, which is the book of Revelation, but the end of the Old Testament, which is Malachi. And we want to focus on Malachi chapter 2, verse 13 to 16. A short passage again. But uh, this this passage will help us to understand ngayon yung two essential components naman. Okay? Two essential components that is really part of God's design for the family. And the first one has to do with godly marriage. That is really the foundation, no? Dito nag-uumpisa, godly marriage. And uh, if we look at, uh, you know, Malachi uh, chapter 2, uh, verse uh, 13 to 14, um, not really 15a, but really 15b, I'm sorry about that, but also verse 16. So it says there, now another thing you do, no? sabi ni, ni Prophet Malachi, uh, it is, uh, you know, um, addressing Israel. You flood the, the Lord's altar with tears. You weep and wail because He no longer looks with favor on your offerings or accepts them with pleasure from your hands. Now, this is a rebuke from the prophet because uh, by this time, 
after returning from the exile, yung mga tao, the Israelites, have become unfaithful to God in many different areas ng kanilang buhay. But uh, Malachi is going to focus on one particular area in this passage. So let's read on. Sabi niya sa verse 14, You ask why? It is because the Lord is the witness between you and the wife of your youth. You have been unfaithful to her, though she is your partner, the wife of your marriage covenant. So here, you know, uh, we can see the first component, no, to sa design ng Panginoon for the family, and that is the godly marriage. And when that is attacked, when that becomes weak, then, you know, hindi matutupad yung design ng Panginoon uh, for the family. And we'll talk more about this in the, the following sessions. But uh, it's it's crucial na maintindihan natin na the only way for the purpose of God to be accomplished, and that is, of course, to represent Him in the world and through our uniqueness and all of that, through the multiplication of godly families, kailangan magkaroon muna, una sa lahat, ng mga marriages that are centered in God. Okay? And then we read on, you know, sa second part ng uh, verse 15, not the first part, but the second part. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful to the wife of your youth. Uh, the Barna Group, you know, many years ago have come up with a study that indicate na, that indicates that yung, the, the rate of divorce and separation and brokenness in families is just about equal, you know, uh, between those who do not profess to know God and those who profess to know God. In other words, it doesn't really make any difference whether Christian ka or hindi ka Christian. The number of marriages that are being destroyed is just about equal on both sides. Now, hindi ko alam sa Pilipinas because wala naman tayong bar na group dito sa Pilipinas, but we can more or less, ako, based on my experience, I have seen this happen many times na maraming mga families ang nagkakagulo and misa nagiging spaghetti na nga because they are really violating the design of God as far as uh, marriage is concerned. So there's so much unfaithfulness ngayon uh, among uh, married couples na Kaya nga napakahalaga talaga yung counseling, you know, premarital counseling before they get married because really this is so important. And I always tell people na, na nagpapakounsel sa akin, no? they want to get married. I always tell them na, you know, the reason bakit gusto ko mag-counsel sa inyo o magbigyan kayo ng counseling is not so much that record lang yan, you know, which is of course true naman. And it's also not because parang, you know, para lang matapos natin ito. But really, I'm in, interested in building future families. And because the component na napakahalaga as far as God is designed for the family is concerned, is of course yung integrity ng marriage. Now, moving forward, you know, sa verse 16, sabi ganito, and this is the latest translation of the NIV, The man who hates and divorces his wife, says the Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect, says the Lord Almighty. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful. So dito, sa latest translation ng NIV, the idea behind the Hebrew is actually, you know, uh, given more emphasis, you know, yung may yung relationship between divorce and violence, you know. In other words, during that time, yung mga Israelites is beginning to really mistreat, you know, yung kanilang mga wives by divorcing them for no reason and then marrying foreign wives and you know, this is causing a lot of uh, havoc dun sa society ng, ng Israel. And God was addressing it through the prophet Malachi, telling them na, 
it's tantamount to violence, no? When they do that. So this is not to say, for example, na, na God is against all kinds of divorce. And the previous translation of Aro seemed to communicate that, no? You might have read this translation, or maybe you still have this translation. Nakalagay, I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel, because the man who divorces his wife covers his garment with violence. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful. So yung translation na yun seems to indicate na parang galit si Lord sa lahat ng klase ng divorce, which is really not tenable if we read the rest of the scriptures. For example, si, si Joseph, yung asawa ni Mary, na naging of course stepfather ni Jesus, he was actually contemplating uh, yung divorce. Now, siyempre, nung araw, yung being engaged is tantamount to being married. So what he was uh, about to consider is called divorce. And yet nowhere there in the scriptures na sinasabi na that God reprimanded uh, Joseph. Ang sinabi lang ng, ng angel to Joseph is, you know, take Mary home to be your wife. In other words, don't do that, but rather take her home to be your wife. Because what she, what she conceives is, of course, from the Holy Spirit. Anyway, so ang point dito is that God desires faithfulness. Okay? That's why yung translation na to is very important. Uh, the latest translation of NIV says, The man who hates and divorces his wife, says the Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect. So there ought to be a, a covenant of caring and not intentionally hurting one another of uh, having integrity sa relationship and uh, really being you know being focused on how to develop yung ganung classing oneness in the lord so a godly marriage is the first and really the important component uh, dito but on the other hand the, the next component na kailangan din natin maunawaan about god's design for the family okay is of course godly offspring which connotes godly parenting. No, diba? Because really, this, these two components uh, form together this, this unit called the family. And we can see this now, so first part ng verse 15. Has not the, the one God made you, so referring to God as the creator of both man and woman, you belong to him in body and spirit. And what does the one God seek? So they are, you know, ang gusto ng Panginoon is maging one sila, maging united sila, reflecting the very character of God, you know, who is one. And then sabi, and what does the one God seek? Godly offspring is the answer of the prophet Malachi. Godly offspring. And that means uh, kasama sa component no, ng pagkakaroon ng godly family, of course, is yung hindi lang yung integrity ng married couple, but also the integrity of how parenting should be done. And it should be done in a godly manner. So ito yung pinagmumulan at pinanggagalingan ng mga exhortations about parents, you know, being mindful of uh, how their children are growing, raising them up, you know, in the right way. In the book of Proverbs, we see that all the time. Even in the New Testament, you know, parents, you know, do not exasperate your children, but raise them up in the fear of the Lord. So, makikita natin ito all throughout Scripture. Nandito yung dalawang component na ito na very important na kailangan natin bibigyan ng pansin. Alright? So, 
in answer to the question na ano ba yung purpose you know uh, ni Lord uh, para sa family natin then here's what I can share with you na God's purpose reveals God's design for a godly family in other words we can we need to go back sa purpose ni Lord sa para sa atin which is to represent him in the world through the multiplication of godly families and from there maunawaan natin kung ano yung design niya dapat which includes yung godly marriage and also godly offspring both of which composed itong idea of creating a godly family no so the multiplication of god's family of godly families is the really the main thing na kailangan natin maunawaan about god's design for the family so it's one important concept with two essential components. Okay? Yung concept na to represent God through our, you know, uniqueness, through the multiplication of godly families. And from there, we branch out into two essential components, a godly marriage and a godly offspring or godly offsprings, you know? So, parenting. So these two things really is the is is the you know the design na gusto ng Panginoon na this gusto niya i-align natin ang sarili natin dito. At uh, ito lang yung the only way that we can navigate the difficult challenges that we are facing when we are clear about ano yung purpose ni Lord for mankind in general and then secondly ano ba yung components ng godly family. A godly marriage and a godly offspring, no? coming sempre from the Lord himself. And so very important ito na ito yung talagang layunin at design ng Panginoon para sa atin. But again, we need to remember na ito yung winawasak ng kaaway. Ito yung sinisira ni Satan ngayon para hindi matupad ito, yung purpose na ito. And so that's why we need to protect our families. We need to be clear-headed. Uh, kung tayo ay mga magulang, we need to understand na lahat ng attacks ng kaaway against the family is really intended to you know to disrupt and to hinder the purpose of God for all of us and that is to represent him in the world so may we learn this truth and uh, really apply it no sa buhay natin and begin aligning ourselves toward this truth para ma-experience natin sa buhay natin yung deliverance ng Panginoon at yung transformation na nais niyang ipatupad. And God willing, through godly families like yours and mine, no, makaka-raise up tayo ng mga men and women of God who really understand and appreciate yung kanilang uniqueness and so be able to fulfill yung purpose ni Lord, the imago dei, to represent God in the world. Amen and amen. Let me just uh, right now pray for each one of us let's bow our heads and close our eyes and i just want to pray for everybody including myself lord um salamat po panginoon na uh, ang intention mo sa amin is that we would represent you in the world and we understand lord god that the enemy doesn't want this in fact sin uh, is in the world for this very reason para hindi na matupad itong imago de ineto but lord thank you through jesus christ lord the power of sin is broken and we are set free ngayon. We can be transformed through the Holy Spirit. And so we will be able, Lord God, to image you, Lord, through, through Christ himself. Lord, uh, I pray na all of us would just uh, cooperate with the transforming grace of God sa araw-araw so that we can 
Lord God, fulfill yung purpose mo para sa amin, which is to represent you in the world. Thank you, Lord. And by your grace, we will do so, Panginoon. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Wow. So that ends our first session. And uh, I'd like to leave you with some questions that you can talk about or discuss among yourselves or even just by yourself, siguro, using a journal. Uh, here are some questions that I want you to consider. No, The first one is, uh, what new insight or insights maybe have you realized about God's purpose for mankind and His design for families? Ano po ba yung narealize nyo na nagkaroon kayo ng insight? Secondly, why is this significant for you at this time? Bakit parang tumimu sa'yo? Why is it important? Is there a reason why? No? And then thirdly, how will you apply this in your life right now? How would you pursue God's design and God's purpose sa buhay mo at sa buhay ng iyong pamilya starting today? So I hope na this has helped you and uh, I do pray na, na itong pinag-usapan natin is something na inyong pag-iisipan maigit. So God bless and thank you so much for giving me this chance to share with you. Bye-bye.